Welcome to today's Triple Z. The Triple Z Podcast is a daily program that you can use to help you fall asleep each night. Just turn down the volume, lay back, relax, and enjoy as you fall asleep. We saw that our podcast was topping the charts in Spain. So we are going to read their Wikipedia entry. Let's learn about this interesting country in the dullest way possible. If you enjoy our program, please be sure to write us a review on your podcast platform and share us with a friend. You both might sleep just a little better at night. Our website is triple Z, that's three Z's.media. You can also like and share our content on Facebook or our Instagram account ZZZ Media Podcast. Music for today's episode was provided by the Sleep Channel on Spotify. Spain, or the Kingdom of Spain, is a country primarily located in southwestern Europe with parts of territory in the Atlantic Ocean and across the Mediterranean Sea. The largest part of Spain is situated on the Iberian Peninsula. Its territory also includes the Canary Islands in the Atlantic Ocean, the Balearic Islands in the Mediterranean Sea, and the autonomous cities of Ceuta and Melilla in Africa. The country's mainland is bordered to the south by Gibraltar, to the south and east by the Mediterranean Sea, to the north by France, Andorra and the Bay of Biscay, and to the west by Portugal and the Atlantic Ocean. With an area of 505,990 square kilometers, 195,360 square miles, Spain is the second largest country in the European Union (EU), and with a population exceeding 47.4 million, the fourth most populous EU member state. Spain's capital and largest city is Madrid. Other major urban areas include Barcelona. Valencia, Seville, Zaragoza, Malaga, Murcia, Palma de Mallorca, Las Palmas de Gran Canaria, and Bilbao. Anatomically modern humans first arrived in the Iberian Peninsula around 42,000 years ago. The ancient Iberian and Celtic tribes, along with other local pre-Roman peoples, dwelled the territory maintaining contact with foreign Mediterranean cultures. The Roman conquest and colonization of the peninsula, Hispania, ensued, bringing the Romanization of the population. Receding of Western Roman imperial authority ushered in the migration into Iberia of tribes from Central and Northern Europe with the Visigoths as the dominant power in the peninsula by the 5th century. In the early 8th century, most of the peninsula was conquered by the Umayyad Caliphate and during early Islamic rule, Al-Andalus became a dominant peninsular power centered in Cordoba. Several Christian kingdoms emerged in northern Iberia, chief among them Leon, Castile, Aragon, Portugal, and Navarre made an intermittent southward military expansion known as Reconquista, repelling the Islamic rule in Iberia, which culminated with the Christian seizure of the Nasrid Kingdom of Granada in 1492. Jews and Muslims were forced to choose between conversion to Catholicism or expulsion, and eventually the converts were expelled through different royal decrees. 
The dynastic union of the Crown of Castile and the Crown of Aragon in 1479, often considered the formation of Spain as a country, was followed by the annexation of Navarre and the incorporation of Portugal during the Iberian Union. A major country of the Age of Discovery, Spain began the colonization of the New World in 1492 developing one of the largest empires in history and underpinned the emergence of a global trading system primarily fueled by precious metals. Centralization and further state building in mainland Spain ensued in the 18th century with the Bourbon reforms. In the 19th century, the crown saw the independence of its American colonies as a result of cumulative crises and political divisions after the Peninsular War. Political instability reached its peak in the 20th century with the Spanish Civil War, giving rise to the Francoist dictatorship that lasted until 1975. With the restoration of democracy under the Constitution of Spain and the entry into the European Union, the country experienced profound economic, political, and social change. The so-called Siglo de Oro was a period of flourishing in arts and literature in Spain, coinciding with the political rise of the Spanish Empire under the Catholic monarchs and the Spanish Habsburgs. As such, Spanish art, music, Literature and cuisine have been influential worldwide, particularly in Western Europe and the Americas. As a reflection of its large cultural wealth, Spain is one of the world's largest numbers of world heritage sites and is the world's second most visited country. Its cultural influence extends over 570 million Hispanophones, making Spanish language the world's second most spoken native language and the world's most widely spoken Romance language. Spain is a highly developed country ranked 27th in the Human Development Index, a secular parliamentary democracy and a constitutional monarchy with King Felipe VI as head of state. It is a high-income country and an advanced economy, with the world's 16th largest economy by nominal GDP and the 16th largest by PPP. Spain has the 12th highest life expectancy in the world. It ranks particularly high in healthcare quality, with its healthcare system considered to be one of the most efficient worldwide. It is a world leader in organ transplants and organ donation, Spain is a member of the United Nations, the European Union, the Eurozone, the Council of Europe, COE, de facto member of the G20, the Organization of Ibero-American States, OEI, the Union for the Mediterranean, the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, NATO, the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, OECD, Organization for Security and Cooperation in Europe, OSCE, the World Trade Organization, WTO, and many other international organizations. The name of Spain comes from Hispania, the name used by the Romans for the Iberian Peninsula and its provinces during the Roman Empire. The etymological origin of the term Hispania is uncertain, although the Phoenicians referred to the region as Spania, therefore the most widely accepted etymology is a Phoenician one. There have been a number of accounts and hypotheses of its origin. 
The Renaissance scholar Antonio de Nebrija proposed that the word Hispania evolved from the Iberian word Hispalis, meaning city of the Western world. Jesus Luis Conchillos argued that the root of the term span is the Phoenician word spy, meaning to forge metals. Therefore, Iespania would mean the land where metals are forged. It may be a derivation of the Phoenician Ispania, meaning island of rabbits, land of rabbits or edge, a reference to Spain's location at the end of the Mediterranean, Roman coins struck in the region from the reign of Hadrian show a female figure with a rabbit at her feet, and Strabo called it the land of the rabbits. The word in question, compare modern Hebrew Schaffen code, have promoted to code, he, code, have promoted to code, he, actually means hyrax, possibly due to Phoenicians confusing the two animals. Hispania may derive from the poetic use of the term Hesperia, reflecting the Greek perception of Italy as a western land or land of the setting sun, Hesperia code, El promoted to code, El, code, El promoted to code, El in Greek, and Spain, being still further west, as Hesperia ultima code, El promoted to code, El. There is the claim that Hispania derives from the Basque word Hispanicode, EU's promoted to code, EU meaning edge or border, another reference to the fact that the Iberian Peninsula constitutes the southwest corner of the European continent. Two 15th century Spanish Jewish scholars, Don Isaac Abrabanel and Solomon Ibn Verga, gave an explanation now considered folkloric. Both men wrote in two different published works that the first Jews to reach Spain were brought by ship by Pharaohs who was confederate with the king of Babylon when he laid siege to Jerusalem. Pharaohs was a Grecian by birth, but who had been given a kingdom in Spain. Pharaohs became related by marriage to a span, the nephew of King Heracles, who also ruled over a kingdom in Spain. Heracles later renounced his throne in preference for his native Greece, leaving his kingdom to his nephew, Espan, from whom the country of Espana, Spain, took its name. Based upon their testimonies, this eponym would have already been in use in Spain by c. 350 BCE. Archaeological research at Ataperca indicates the Iberian Peninsula was populated by hominids 1.2 million years ago. In Ataperca fossils have been found of the earliest known hominins in Europe, Homo antecessor. Modern humans first arrived in Iberia from the north on foot about 35,000 years ago. The best-known artifacts of these prehistoric human settlements are the famous paintings in the Altamira Cave of Cantabria in northern Iberia, which were created from 35,600 to 13,500 BCE by Cro-Magnon. Archaeological and genetic evidence suggests that the Iberian Peninsula acted as one of several major refugia from which northern Europe was repopulated following the end of the last Ice Age. The largest groups inhabiting the Iberian Peninsula before the Roman conquest were the Iberians and the Celts. The Iberians inhabited the Mediterranean side of the peninsula from the northeast to the southeast. The Celts inhabited much of the interior and Atlantic side of the peninsula from the northwest to the southwest.
Basques occupied the western area of the Pyrenees mountain range and adjacent areas. The Phoenician-influenced Tartessians culture flourished in the southwest and the Lusitanians and Vetones occupied areas in the central west. Several cities were founded along the coast by Phoenicians and trading outposts and colonies were established by Greeks in the east. Eventually, Phoenician Carthaginians expanded inland towards the Meseta. However, due to the bellicose inland tribes, the Carthaginians got settled in the coasts of the Iberian Peninsula. During the Second Punic War, roughly between 210 and 205 BCE, the expanding Roman Republic captured Carthaginian trading colonies along the Mediterranean coast. Although it took the Romans nearly two centuries to complete the conquest of the Iberian Peninsula, they retained control of it for over six centuries. Roman rule was bound together by law, language, and the Roman road. The cultures of the pre-Roman populations were gradually Romanist, Latinist, at different rates depending on what part of the peninsula they lived in, with local leaders being admitted into the Roman aristocratic class. Hispania served as a granary for the Roman market, and its harbors exported gold, wool, olive oil, and wine. Agricultural production increased with the introduction of irrigation projects, some of which remain in use. Emperors Hadrian, Trajan, Theodosius I and the philosopher Seneca were born in Hispania. Christianity was introduced into Hispania in the first century CE and it became popular in the cities in the second century CE. Most of Spain's present languages and religion and the basis of its laws originate from this period. In the late second century, starting in 170 CE, incursions of North African Maori in the province of Bietica took place. The Germanic Swabi and Vandals, together with the Sarmatian Alans, entered the peninsula after 409, henceforth weakening the Western Roman Empire's jurisdiction over Hispania. These tribes had crossed the Rhine in early 407 and ravaged Gaul. The Swabi established a kingdom in northwestern Iberia, whereas the Vandals established themselves in the south of the peninsula by 420 before crossing over to North Africa in 429. As the Western Empire disintegrated, the social and economic base became greatly simplified, but even in modified form, the successor regimes maintained many of the institutions and laws of the late empire, including Christianity and assimilation to the evolving Roman culture. The Byzantines established an occidental province, Spania, in the south, with the intention of reviving Roman rule throughout Iberia. Eventually, however, Hispania was reunited under Visigothic rule. These Visigoths, or Western Goths, after sacking Rome under the leadership of Alaric, 410 CE, turned towards the Iberian Peninsula with Athalf as their leader and occupied the northeastern portion. Walia extended his rule over most of the peninsula, confining the Swabians to Galicia. Theodoric took part with the Romans and Franks in the Battle of the Catalanian Plains where Attila was routed. 
Euric 466 CE, who put an end to the last remnants of Roman power in the peninsula, may be considered the first monarch of Spain, though the Suebians still maintain their independence in Galicia. Euric was also the first king to give written laws to the Visigoths. In the following reigns, the Catholic kings of France assumed the role of protectors of the Hispano-Roman Catholics against the Arianism of the Visigoths, and in the wars which ensued Alaric II and Amalaric died. Athanagild, having risen against King Aguila, called in the Byzantines and, in payment for the support they gave him, ceded to them the maritime places of the southeast, 554 CE. Luthagild restored the political unity of the peninsula, subduing the Suebians, but the religious divisions of the country, reaching even the royal family, brought on a civil war. St. Hermengild, the king's son, putting himself at the head of the Catholics, was defeated and taken prisoner, and suffered martyrdom for rejecting communion with the Arians. Ricard, son of Luthagild and brother of St. Hermengild added religious unity to the political unity achieved by his father, accepting the Catholic faith in the Third Council of Toledo, 589 CE. The religious unity established by this council was the basis of the fusion of Goths with Hispano-Romans which produced the Spanish nation. Sisbut and Suintila completed the expulsion of the Byzantines from Spain. Intermarriage between Visigoths and Hispano-Romans was prohibited, though in practice it could not be entirely prevented and was eventually legalized by Livigild. The Spanish Gothic scholars such as Braulio of Zaragoza and Isidore of Seville played an important role in keeping the classical Greek and Roman culture. Isidore was one of the most influential clerics and philosophers in the Middle Ages in Europe, and his theories were also vital to the conversion of the Visigothic kingdom from an Arian domain to a Catholic one in the councils of Toledo. Isidore created the first Western encyclopedia which had a huge impact during the Middle Ages. From 711 to 718, as part of the expansion of the Umayyad Caliphate, which had conquered North Africa from the Byzantine Empire, nearly all of the Iberian Peninsula was conquered by Muslim armies from across the Strait of Gibraltar, resulting in the collapse of the Visigothic Kingdom. Only a small area in the mountainous north of the peninsula stood out of the territory seized during the initial invasion. The Kingdom of Asturias Leon consolidated upon this pocket of territory. Other Christian kingdoms such as Navarre and Aragon in the mountainous north eventually surged upon the consolidation of counties of the Carolingian Marca Hispanica. For several centuries, the fluctuating frontier between the Muslim and Christian-controlled areas of the peninsula was along the Ebro and Doru valleys. Under Islamic law, Christians and Jews were given the subordinate status of Dimi. This status permitted Christians and Jews to practice their religions as people of the book, but they were required to pay a special tax and had legal and social rights inferior to those of Muslims. Conversion to Islam proceeded at an increasing pace. The Maladies, 
Muslims of ethnic Iberian origin are believed to have formed the majority of the population of Al-Andalus by the end of the 10th century. The Muslim society was itself diverse and beset by social tensions. The North African Berber peoples, who had provided the bulk of the invading armies, clashed with the Arab leadership from the Middle East. Over time, large Moorish populations became established, especially in the Guadalquivir River Valley, the coastal plain of Valencia, the Ebro River Valley, and, towards the end of this period, in the mountainous region of Granada. A series of Viking incursions raided the coasts of the Iberian Peninsula in the 9th and 10th centuries. The first recorded Viking raid on Iberia took place in 844. It ended in failure with many Vikings killed by the Galician's ballistas and 70 of the Vikings' longships captured on the beach and burned by the troops of King Ramiro of Asturias. Cordoba, the capital of the Caliphate since ABD or Raman III, was the largest, richest, and most sophisticated city in Western Europe. Mediterranean trade and cultural exchange flourished. Muslims imported a rich intellectual tradition from the Middle East and North Africa. Some important philosophers at the time were Averroes, Ibn Arabi, and Maimonides. The Romani's cultures of the Iberian Peninsula interacted with Muslim and Jewish cultures in complex ways, giving the region a distinctive culture. Outside the cities, where the vast majority lived, the land ownership system from Roman times remained largely intact as Muslim leaders rarely dispossessed landowners and the introduction of new crops and techniques led to an expansion of agriculture introducing new produces which originally came from Asia or the former territories of the Roman Empire. In the 11th century, the Caliphate of Cordoba collapsed, fracturing into a series of petty kingdoms, Typhas, often subject to the payment of a form of protection money, parias, to the northern Christian kingdoms, which otherwise undertook a southward territorial expansion. The capture of the strategic city of Toledo in 1085 marked a significant shift in the balance of power in favor of the Christian kingdoms. The arrival from North Africa of the Islamic ruling sects of the Almoravids and the Almohads achieved temporary unity upon the Muslim world territory with a stricter, less tolerant application of Islam and partially reversed some Christian territorial gains. The Kingdom of Leon was the strongest Christian kingdom for centuries. In 1188, the first modern parliamentary session in Europe was held in Leon, Cortes of Leon, the Kingdom of Castile, formed from Leonese territory, was its successor as strongest kingdom. The kings and the nobility fought for power and influence in this period. The example of the Roman emperors influenced the political objective of the crown, while the nobles benefited from feudalism. Muslim strongholds in the Guadalquivir Valley, such as Cordoba, 1236, and Seville, 1248 fell to Castile in the 13th century. The county of Barcelona and the Kingdom of Aragon entered in a dynastic union and gained territory and power in the Mediterranean. 
1229 Majorca was conquered, so was Valencia in 1238. In the 13th and 14th centuries, the North African Marinids established some enclaves around the Strait of Gibraltar. From the mid-13th century, literature and philosophy started to flourish again in the Christian Peninsular Kingdoms based on Roman and Gothic traditions. An important philosopher from this time is Ramon Yui. Abraham Kresks was a prominent Jewish cartographer. Roman law and its institutions were the model for the legislators. The King Alfonso X of Castile focused on strengthening this Roman and Gothic past and also on linking the Iberian Christian kingdoms with the rest of medieval European Christendom. Alfonso worked for being elected emperor of the Holy Roman Empire and published the Siete Partidas Code. The Toledo School of Translators is the name that commonly describes the group of scholars who worked together in the city of Toledo during the 12th and 13th centuries to translate many of the philosophical and scientific works from classical Arabic, ancient Greek, and ancient Hebrew. The 13th century also witnessed the crown of Aragon, centered in Spain's northeast, expand its reach across islands in the Mediterranean to Sicily and Naples. Around this time, the universities of Palencia, 1212-1263, and Salamanca, 1218-1254, were established. The Black Death of 1348 and 1349 devastated Spain. In 1311, Catalan mercenaries won a victory at the Battle of Halmyros, seizing the Frankish Duchy of Athens. The royal line of Aragon became extinct with Martin the Humane, and the Compromise of Casp gave the crown to the House of Trastamara, already reigning in Castile. As in the rest of Europe during the late Middle Ages, Anti-Semitism greatly increased during the 14th century in the Christian kingdoms. A key event in that regard was the Black Death, as Jews were accused of poisoning the waters. There were mass killings in Aragon in the mid-14th century, and 12,000 Jews were killed in Toledo. In 1391, Christian mobs went from town to town throughout Castile and Aragon, killing an estimated 50,000 Jews. Women and children were sold as slaves to Muslims, and many synagogues were converted into churches. According to Asdai Crescas, about 70 Jewish communities were destroyed. This period saw a contrast in landowning characteristics between the western and northwestern territories in Andalusia, where the nobility and the religious orders succeeded into the creation of large latifundia entitled to them, whereas in the Kingdom of Granada, Eastern Andalusia, a crown auspiciated distribution of the land to medium and small farmers took place. Upon the conclusion of the Granada War, the Nasrid Sultanate of Granada, the remaining Muslim polity in the Iberian Peninsula after 1246, capitulated in 1492 to the military strength of the Catholic monarchs, and it was integrated from then on in the crown of Castile. In 1469, the crowns of the Christian kingdoms of Castile and Aragon were united by the marriage of their monarchs, Isabella I and Ferdinand II, respectively.
1478 commenced the completion of the conquest of the Canary Islands. In 1492, Jews were forced to choose between conversion to Catholicism or facing expulsion. As a result, as many as 200,000 Jews were expelled from Castile and Aragon. This was followed by expulsions in 1493 in Aragonese Sicily and Portugal in 1497. The Treaty of Granada guaranteed religious tolerance towards Muslims for a few years before Islam was outlawed in 1502 in Castile and 1527 in Aragon, leading the remaining Muslim population to become nominally Christian Moriscos. About four decades after the War of the Alpujarras, 1568-1571, a significant proportion of the Moriscos were expelled, settling primarily in North Africa. From 1609-1614, to over 300,000 Moriscos were sent on ships to North Africa and other locations, and, of this figure, around 50,000 died resisting the expulsion, and 60,000 died on the journey. The year 1492 also marked the arrival of Christopher Columbus in the New World during a voyage funded by Isabella. Columbus's first voyage crossed the Atlantic and reached the Caribbean islands, beginning the European exploration and conquest of the Americas, although Columbus remained convinced that he had reached the Orient. Large numbers of indigenous Americans died in battle against the Spaniards during the conquest, while more died from various new Eurasian diseases that traveled more quickly than the Spanish conquerors. The death toll during the initial period of Spanish conquest, from Columbus's initial landing until the mid-16th century, is estimated as high as 70 million indigenous people out of a population of 80 million as imported diseases such as smallpox, measles, influenza, and typhus decimated the pre-Columbian population. Disease killed between 50% and 95% of the indigenous population. The Spanish colonization of the Americas started with the colonization of the Caribbean. It was followed by the conquest of powerful pre-Columbian polities in central Mexico and the Pacific coast of South America. Miscegenation was the rule between the native and the Spanish cultures and people. An expedition sponsored by the Spanish crown completed the first voyage around the world in human history, the Magellan Alcano circumnavigation. The tornadoage or return route from the Philippines to Mexico made possible the Manila Galleon trading route. The Spanish encountered Islam in Southeast Asia and in order to incorporate the Philippines, Spanish expeditions organized from newly Christianized Mexico had invaded the Philippine territories of the Sultanate of Brunei. The Spanish considered the war with the Muslims of Brunei and the Philippines a repeat of the Reconquista. A centralization of royal power ensued in the early modern period at the expense of local nobility, and the word España, whose root is the ancient name Hispania, began to be commonly used to designate the whole of the two kingdoms. With their wide-ranging political, legal, religious, and military reforms, the Hispanic monarchy emerged as a world power. 
The unification of the crowns of Aragon and Castile by the marriage of their sovereigns laid the basis for modern Spain and the Spanish Empire, although each kingdom of Spain remained a separate country socially, politically, legally, and in currency and language. Two big revolts broke out during the early reign of the Habsburg Emperor, Charles V, the revolt of the Comuneros in the crown of Castile and revolt of the Brotherhoods in the crown of Aragon. Habsburg Spain was one of the leading world powers throughout the 16th century and most of the 17th century, a position reinforced by trade and wealth from colonial possessions and became the world's leading maritime power. It reached its apogee during the reigns of the first two Spanish Habsburgs, Charles V-I, 1516 to 1556, and Philip II, 1556 to 1598. This period saw the Italian Wars, the Schmalkaldic War, the Dutch Revolt, the War of the Portuguese Succession, clashes with the Ottomans, intervention in the French Wars of Religion and the Anglo-Spanish War. Through exploration and conquest or royal marriage alliances and inheritance, the Spanish Empire expanded across vast areas in the Americas, the Indo-Pacific, Africa as well as the European continent, including holdings in the Italian peninsula, the Low Countries and the French Cont. The first circumnavigation of the world was carried out in 1519 to 1521. The so-called Age of Discovery featured explorations by sea and by land, the opening up of new trade routes across oceans, conquests, and the beginnings of European colonialism. Precious metals, spices, luxuries, and previously unknown plants brought to the metropole played a leading part in transforming the European understanding of the globe. The cultural efflorescence witnessed during this period is now referred to as the Spanish Golden Age. The expansion of the empire caused immense upheaval in the Americas as the collapse of societies and empires and new diseases from Europe devastated American indigenous populations. The rise of humanism, the Counter-Reformation and new geographical discoveries and conquests raised issues that were addressed by the intellectual movement now known as the School of Salamanca, which developed the first modern theories of what are now known as international law and human rights. Juan Luis Vives was another prominent humanist during this period. Spain's 16th century maritime supremacy was demonstrated by the victory over the Ottoman Empire at the Battle of Lepanto in 1571 and over Portugal at the Battle of Ponta Delgada in 1582, and then after the setback of the Spanish Armada in 1588 in a series of victories against England in the Anglo-Spanish War of 1585-1604. However, during the middle decades of the 17th century Spain's maritime power went into a long decline with mounting defeats against the Dutch Republic, Battle of the Downs, and then England in the Anglo-Spanish War of 1654-1660 that by the 1660s it was struggling grimly to defend its overseas possessions from pirates and privateers. The 17th century in Spain was a period of major political, economic, and cultural upheaval and decline despite a flourishing cultural golden age. 
decline began with the death of King Philip III in 1621. This period of decline was marked by increased taxation, a weakened economy, and the loss of its status as a major European power. The 17th century also saw empire embroiled in a series of exhausting wars, including the Thirty Years' War and the War of the Spanish Succession. These wars left Spain depleted and impoverished. The overseas colonies began to rebel against Spanish rule. At the same time, Spain experienced a period of cultural and intellectual flourishing as the Spanish Golden Age produced some of the most renowned works of literature and art in history. The 17th century also saw the rise of the Inquisition, which sought to enforce religious conformity in the Spanish Empire. By 1700, Spain had lost much of its territory and influence. The Protestant Reformation dragged the kingdom ever more deeply into the mire of religiously charged wars. The result was a country forced into ever-expanding military efforts across Europe and in the Mediterranean. By the middle decades of a war in plague-ridden 17th century Europe, the Spanish Habsburgs had enmeshed the country in continent-wide religious political conflicts. These conflicts drained it of resources and undermined the economy generally. Spain managed to hold on to most of the scattered Habsburg Empire and helped the imperial forces of the Holy Roman Empire reverse a large part of the advances made by Protestant forces, but it was finally forced to recognize the separation of Portugal and the United Provinces, Dutch Republic, and eventually suffered some serious military reverses to France in the latter stages of the immensely destructive, Europe-wide Thirty Years' War. In the latter half of the 17th century, Spain went into a gradual decline, during which it surrendered several small territories to France and England. However, it maintained and enlarged its vast overseas empire, which remained intact until the beginning of the 19th century. The decline culminated in a controversy over succession to the throne which consumed the first years of the 18th century. The War of the Spanish Succession was a wide-ranging international conflict combined with a civil war and was to cost the kingdom its European possessions and its position as one of the leading powers on the continent. During this war, a new dynasty originating in France, the Bourbons, was installed. The crowds of Castile and Aragon had been long united only by the monarchy and the common institution of the Inquisition's holy office. A number of reform policies, the so-called Bourbon reforms, were pursued by the monarchy with the overarching goal of centralized authority and administrative uniformity. They included the abolishment of many of the old regional privileges and laws, as well as the customs barrier between the crowns of Aragon and Castile in 1717, followed by the introduction of new property taxes in the Aragonese kingdoms. The 18th century saw a gradual recovery and an increase in prosperity through much of the empire. The predominant economic policy was an interventionist one, and the state also pursued policies aiming towards infrastructure development as well as the abolition of internal customs and the reduction of export tariffs. 
Projects of agricultural colonization with new settlements took place in the south of mainland Spain. Enlightenment ideas began to gain ground among some of the kingdom's elite and monarchy. In 1793, Spain went to war against the revolutionary New French Republic as a member of the First Coalition. The subsequent War of the Pyrenees polarized the country in a reaction against the Gallicized elites and following defeat in the field, peace was made with France in 1795 at the Peace of Basel in which Spain lost control over two-thirds of the island of Hispaniola. In 1807, a secret treaty between Napoleon and the unpopular Prime Minister led to a new declaration of war against Britain and Portugal. French troops entered the country to invade Portugal but instead occupied Spain's major fortresses. The Spanish king abdicated and a puppet kingdom satellite to the French Empire was installed with Napoleon's brother Joseph Bonaparte as king. The May 2, 1808 revolt was one of many uprisings across the country against the French occupation. These revolts marked the beginning of a devastating war of independence against the Napoleonic regime. Further military action by Spanish armies, guerrilla warfare and an Anglo-Portuguese allied army, combined with Napoleon's failure on the Russian front, led to the retreat of French imperial armies from the Iberian Peninsula in 1814 and the return of King Ferdinand VII. During the war, in 1810, a revolutionary body, the Cortes of Cadiz, was assembled to coordinate the effort against the Bonapartist regime and to prepare a constitution. It met as one body, and its members represented the entire Spanish Empire. In 1812, a constitution for universal representation under a constitutional monarchy was declared, but after the fall of the Bonapartist regime, the Spanish king dismissed the Cortes generals, set on ruling as an absolute monarch. The French occupation of mainland Spain created an opportunity for overseas Creole elites who resented the privilege towards peninsular elites and demanded retroversion of the sovereignty to the people. Starting in 1809, the American colonies began a series of revolutions and declared independence leading to the Spanish-American Wars of Independence that put an end to the metropole's grip over the Spanish main. Attempts to reassert control proved futile with opposition not only in the colonies but also in the Iberian Peninsula and army revolts followed, led by liberal officers. By the end of 1826, the only American colonies Spain held were Cuba and Puerto Rico. The Napoleonic War left Spain economically ruined, deeply divided, and politically unstable. In the 1830s and 1840s, Carlism, a reactionary legitimist movement supportive of an alternative Bourbon branch, fought against the government forces supportive of Queen Isabella II's dynastic rights in the Carlist Wars. Government forces prevailed but the conflict between progressives and moderates ended in a weak early constitutional period. 
1868 Glorious Revolution was followed by the 1868-1874 Progressive Sexenio Democratico, including the short-lived First Spanish Republic, which yielded to a stable monarchic period, the Restoration, 1875-1931, a rigid bipartisan regime underpinned by the Ternismo. The prearranged rotation of government control between liberals and conservatives and the form of political representation at the countryside based on clientelism known as caciquismo. In the late 19th century nationalist movements arose in the Philippines and Cuba. In 1895 and 1896, the Cuban War of Independence and the Philippine Revolution broke out and eventually the United States became involved. The Spanish-American War was fought in the spring of 1898 and resulted in Spain losing the last of its once vast colonial empire outside of North Africa. El Disaster, the disaster, as the war became known in Spain, gave added impetus to the generation of 98 who were analyzing the country. Although the period around the turn of the century was one of increasing prosperity, the 20th century brought little social peace. Spain played a minor part in the scramble for Africa with the colonization of Western Sahara, Spanish Morocco, and Spanish Guinea. It remained neutral during World War I. The heavy losses suffered by the colonial troops in conflicts in northern Morocco against Rifian's forces brought discredit to the government and undermined the monarchy. Industrialization, the development of railways and incipient capitalism developed in several areas of the country, particularly in Barcelona, as well as labor movement and socialist and anarchist ideas. The 1888 Barcelona Universal Exposition and the 1870 Barcelona Labor Congress are good examples of this. In 1879, the Spanish Socialist Workers' Party was founded. A trade union linked to this party, Union General de Trabajadores, was founded in 1888. In the anarcho-syndicalist trend of the labor movement in Spain, Confederation Nacional del Trabajo was founded in 1910 and Federación Anarquista Ibérica in 1927. Catalanism and Vascism, alongside other nationalisms and regionalisms in Spain, arose in that period, being the Basque Nationalist Party formed in 1895 and Regionalist League of Catalonia in 1901. Political corruption and repression weakened the democratic system of the constitutional monarchy of a two-party system. The July 1909 tragic week events and repression exemplified the social instability of the time. The law Canadian strike in 1919 led to the first law limiting the working day to eight hours. After a period of crown-supported dictatorship from 1923 to 1931, the first elections since 1923, largely understood as a plebiscite on monarchy, took place, the April 12, 1931 municipal elections. These gave a resounding victory to the Republican Socialist candidacies in large cities and provincial capitals, with a majority of monarchist councillors in rural areas. The king left the country and the proclamation of the republic on April 14th ensued, 
with the formation of a provisional government. A constitution for the country was passed in October 1931 following the June 1931 constituent general election and a series of cabinets presided by Manuel Azana supported by Republican parties and the PSOE followed. In the election held in 1933 the right triumphed and in 1936 the left. During the Second Republic there was a great political and social upheaval marked by a sharp radicalization of the left and the right. Instances of political violence during this period include the burning of churches, the 1932 failed coup d'etat led by José Sanrojo, the revolution of 1934 and numerous attacks against rival political leaders. On the other hand, it is also during the Second Republic when important reforms to modernize the country were initiated a democratic constitution, agrarian reform, restructuring of the army, political decentralization, and women's right to vote. 